Hello and welcome to Lifetime on Court, the podcast where we talk about, oh my god, I don't remember my intro. What is my intro? I haven't done this in so long. Um, but we're at Lifetime on Court, we talk about Lifetime movies, and uh, my guests today are... Carmen. I'm Carmen. I didn't know we were supposed to introduce ourselves. <laughs> this, this is, is the format. Yeah. Hi, yeah. I'm Patrick's old friend from high school, Carmen. Uh, this is my third, top fourth think so somewhere in there third or fourth time so happy to be back and um, my name is Tayshawn. um i'm patrick's future baby mama oh okay 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 friends to lovers um and yeah i've done a couple of these as well i'm glad this is uh a well matured rodeo very true we all have cowboy hats on we're very excited <laughs> about this um you know we we usually do the recordings with the Deck the Hallmark boys, but they're on vacation. So I brought in the girls and I was okay. like, who are my girls who I can rely on? Tayshawn and Carmen are always down to talk about <laughs> Lifetime movies. And, you know, you guys get the genre of a Lifetime movie. So, you know, we know what we're doing. We're going to change up the format a little bit. I'm not recapping the whole thing and to somebody who hasn't seen it. We've all seen it, right? Yeah. With our fancy, um, you know, screener we got a screener. yeah i know no. i was like should i see what other movies i can watch here or no <laughs> i mean you could you have the password now okay <laughs> i don't know that you'd want to but no. you could yeah you could. exactly i've never used that i have i have lifetime now <laughs> oh you have the Ooh. actual channel dang the actual channel well bougie over there obviously with, <laughs> i could tell with your uh, mixer in the background and all that <laughs> i was like you know i clocked that pink mixer right away <laughs> you know i did you you know good appliances yes i don't even bake but i was like that is a, that nice is a fancy one. one yeah me neither <laughs> oh really <laughs> <laughs> i thought i'd use it more i've always wanted one but um yeah she rarely gets used but okay. she cute. You have though, time. Right? She'll yeah. last forever. You have time. Right. Yeah, it's it's like seasons. <laughs> you go through phases. <laughs> um, what doesn't have seasons is this movie because it takes place over like the course of like a month. So let's jump into that. Really so we are talking about, oh gosh, I didn't even write down the title. I think it's called The Hillside Adoption Scam. Yeah. Yes. Terrible title. Um where did scam come from well it's well it's a whole scam <laughs> i guess and like and, and who's hillside it's a weird like, one i think it takes place in hillside because there was a police car that said illinois and i was like is this hillside illinois mm -hmm. okay was this vaguely based off of like a true story because i tried to look that up but like i just I, all i got was the lifetime movie stuff so no, this is not a rip from the headlines. This is inspired. They're doing this whole thing where they're inspired by real events. Okay, good. Oh. So I can really get into it. So it it's something that somebody heard happened one time. Yeah. There, there's no facts here. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, That's great. The, the movie stars uh, Keisha Knight Pullum, who pull him? I think that's right. Yeah, the eye might be silent. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's pretty much it. Nobody else we really would know in this movie. So I'm going to jump into the recap portion. 
Uh, all right, we start off. We have Keisha Nipolam, who is a Cosby apologist, but she took it back. I learned that today. Oh, okay, um, great. She, she has distanced herself from the Cosbys, so oh. that's good, I think. Good um, for her. Good for her, yeah. And, and, you know, she's moving on. She's doing movies. Wait, was this little Keisha, like, Rudy? Rudy. Yeah. This That was Rudy? Yes. That was Rudy. She's so grown, grown. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I did not put the two together. Well, yeah. there you go. There you go. So um, she plays Bethany, who is a busy mom who is married to her zaddy husband, Ter- uh, Ter- Terrence. 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 <laughs> I, was, I wanted to call him Terrell. Um, and they're raising two children. The youngest child, uh, his name is Gavin, and he goes back to live with his biological mother because he's a foster child. So she decided she wanted him back, which is sad. Um, but Bethany really, she like gets a little upset, but not really. She like throws herself into work and she's like uh, an interior house stager. So that's like what she does. She like stages houses. And um, she decides to like write a mommy blog about her experience. Um, and she posts on the mommy blog. She's like, gosh, I, being a foster mom was hard. And she really wants to like have another baby via a surrogate to fill the void of like the child that she lost. Do not forget, she has a child already. Yes, she had my surrogacy. Um, So she still has the daughter, but she does not care about this kid at all. (laughs) Um, So while taking out the trash, Bethany hears someone scream and she like, instead of running out, she runs back into the house. As she should, as a black woman. Yes, she was right about that action. Yes. I love that. I'm like, yes, thank you. That's what you do. But it doesn't matter because the woman is banging on the front door like, let me in. Like, what can you do at that point? You can't do, you have to help. I mean, yeah. you don't have do to. Do you? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You don't have to, but she does. And the woman's name is Georgia and she is pregnant AF. She's very pregnant. Very pregnant. Super uh, Bethany takes her in. She like lets her stay for the night. Um, after some bonding, she's like, you know what? I wanted a baby and you have a baby and it doesn't sound like the relationship's working out. Um, do you want me to adopt your baby? And Georgia's like, uh, I'll think about it. Yeah. It's take your daughter to work day and George and Bethany brings Georgia instead. Uh, so it's take your pregnant lady to work day. No. Um, Georgia like helps, uh, helps Bethany like kind of get confidence and like tell off a client. And she's so great while she's there that Bethany's like, do you want a job? And Georgia's like, I'll think about it. And then the boyfriend comes over to the house, starts inter- like starts terrorizing them, and it's awful. And they're all fearing for their safety. And Bethany's like, do you want me to buy you a condo to live in for your safety? And Georgia's like, yes. So then she accepts everything, right? She's like, I'll take the condo. I'll take the, uh, I'll let you have my baby. And I'll work as your assistant. And I want a car. And 30 grand. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. 30, grand. 30 grand. Okay. 30. She I, was waiting for the full offer to come together before she accepted. Yes. A businesswoman. Yeah. We love it. We love it. Um, so she also has a um, midwife named Carmen who she recommends. And, you know, uh, so that's a part of the deal as well. Bethany finally tells her husband, Terrence, who is suspicious. He's like, I don't know. This seems too convenient. But he's the husband. He's not going to have any say, you know? Um, so Georgia moves into this condo, and we find out 
that she is actually living in the condo with Puck, her boyfriend, and Carmen, the woman who's pretending to be a midwife, and they're a throuple. That part was... Anyway, keep going. But yeah, that part they was did, really strange. They did not need to be <laughs> yeah. a throuple, but they were. They had a sexy baby bump taking off moment, and I've never I seen it. I gasped yes! so hard, because yes! I was not expecting no. Absolutely. Um, Carmen, the uh, the adoption. Uh, did they call her an adoption attorney or like? No, she was a doula. A doula or a she, midwife. He to yeah. me reminded me of like peppermint Patty, and everything that she did because of that was just so funny, <laughs> like hilarious. It was great. Um, and really, the the belly off reveal sexually was so <laughs> outrageous. Yeah. Um, but. The coworker, there's a coworker, her name's Desi. Um, she starts to have like bad feelings about Georgia um, after some like stuff at a shopping place and all this stuff. Um, but she doesn't get to tell Bethany because she's crushed in the warehouse by a stack of shelves and she's in a coma. So Bethany is like taking care of her um, and she notices like a sonogram, there's like a sonogram and like something's off with a paper or something. So she brings over the sonogram to Georgia's house and she's like, uh, what's going on? But she's knocked out in the head and she ends up waking up and tied up in the warehouse and all the people are there. Puck's there, Carmen's there, George's there. And they're like, we have a plan. The plan got delayed, we're trying to get money. Uh, the baby's not real and bethany's just like what the hell this is so messed up she tries to escape like three times in the movie and um eventually uh oh carmen kills puck she kills puck uh which is sad a a whole knife and like carmen was about that life she was she's a bad psychopath (laughs) really bad person and in my notes i wrote down um gang tat Gang tat lady. Then I got changed to peppermint patty, and <laughs> she yes. was knocking people out. Like, wow. She's a professional. She's doing her doing her job. She's a mastermind. Yeah. She did. What um, she, had to do. she did. Uh, Terrence shows up, and and he brings the daughter along. The one, the forgotten daughter. Um, and here's where she comes into play. She is taken hostage, and Bethany's like, "Please don't kill my daughter." <laughs> that I forgot I had this whole movie. <laughs> and Terrence struggles over the gun with Carmen and Carmen ends up getting shot. And I think Bethany knocks out uh, Georgia with a vase or something. The bad guys get apprehended or die. The movie ends. Bethany is at the park with her husband. Allegedly the daughter's there, but we're not really sure. Um, <laughs> and she sees Gavin the foster kid and she's like should i go say hi and she goes and she's like talking to the mom like hi how's it going and then the movie ends and that is the hillside adoption scam see there was a whole scam in there pat you're right you're right (laughs) there are multiple scams i like the way that it like layered the scam because like within the first five minutes of this movie you're like Oh, okay, this is a pregnancy scam. This lady, like me as a a fraud prevention person, I'm like, she put all of her information on the internet when she went on the the mommy blog and was like, my foster kid Gavin got taken away from me and I'm having a hard time dealing with it. Um, so like, don't do that, people. Don't change yeah. names, change situations, because this is how like people plot and scam on you. And um, 
my other favorite thing about it was like once they realized that she had like art coming in and out of her home or her like store or staging yeah yeah they were like we're gonna steal the art and we're gonna make like 600 million dollars oh yeah how are y'all art thieves now yeah yeah you're not gonna have that art at the warehouse yeah but yes we will get to it so we're doing segments so our first segment is called hot takes so that is what our kind of our opinion on the movie kind of what we thought um so i'm gonna play the intro to hot takes and see hopefully it plays Okay, that was my that was my hot song. I just <laughs> looked up hot and that that was hot by twice. Cool. Uh, yeah. so we'll start with Carmen. Carmen, what is your hot take of the movie? Well, I mean, the hot take, I don't know. It's like this movie is weird because it really is like going back and forth on this thing of childbirth like being the only like the seminal like in like experience of being a woman like if you haven't birthed a child then like your life as a woman is not worthwhile which is really weird but then it just ends up all okay I don't know it's just like it's a really weird movie because I feel like it's acted really not serious but the topics are really serious yes (laughs) <laughs> and, but like and, the reaction like the reactions of Keisha Knight Pullum it, are just very I'll say understated <laughs> to what is happening in her life yeah. yeah it's like the things are so big and she's just like oh gosh well yeah she's like wow oh my god oh my god <laughs> like <laughs> what her, her character didn't actually have like a child by birth right the first child was a surrogacy birth too yeah right? the donor egg yeah oh with the donor egg okay so yeah there was a lot she horned in there where it was like trying to be a serious like try to say something about that process or even the foster care system but not really pulling that off (laughs) yeah yeah i for sure feel like there were like missed opportunities to talk about like like the foster care system um like in the beginning, whenever they lose their foster son, uh, they're like really, really crushed. And they're like, we're, we've almost adopted him. And they're like really upset. Where like my mindset is like, if the courts decide that the child can go back with their like parent or like guardian, like that's a good thing. They did all the things that they needed to do to get their kid back. So like yeah. there's a huge difference between fostering a child and fully adopting a child and like that it kind of like bummed me out like they weren't you know happy that he gets to be back with his mom like you guys chose the foster yeah that's the whole point of the yeah. foster care system which her characters should have known and not wrote, wrote like an emotional blog about it you know yeah and also then at the end of the movie it's revealed that they could have just been in this child's life the whole time the mom is literally like hey what's up yeah oh can our kids play together yeah hey and i'm like so <laughs> Wow. It's so weird. They're like, oh, I guess we just had to ask if we can still see this child. It's like, yeah. Right. That's really all you had to do. I didn't like that, like, they were like, 
oh, like there was a court hearing for Gavin today and neither of them knew. Neither of them were involved with that. They like just come home from work and they're like, he's going back with his mom tomorrow. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Jeez. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, Tayshawn, what's your hot take? Um, My hot take is that like, I know Georgia was like crazy, but at the end she like did this like whole monologue where she was just like, I just want like a break. Like I couldn't have children and like you women, like you all have one child and it's just never enough for you. And you always want more and you always, and I'm just like, Ooh, yikes. Because like uh, Bethany's character was just so desperate to have a child that like she let a woman off the streets into her home where she had another child. That to me, when you said she doesn't care about the first kid, she really doesn't. That's why I would not have let that lady in my house. I have a kid that needs to be protected. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like that was my hot take about him. Like Georgia was low-key spitting. She was spitting some facts when she was having her like crazy moment. <laughs> yeah, I love that crazy moment. She's like, how many moms are unhappy with their one or two kids? justifications the justifications are truly works of delusion it's for my husband he deserves a son she deserves a brother to play with he deserves a sister well you know what i deserve a goddamn break y'all are greedy try to get all the babies (laughs) Right. That's literally what she said. She That's said, you, true. Yeah. You guys are greedy. Yeah. And it is. Like she already has a kid that she doesn't care about. Why does she need two? Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. Okay. My hot take is Carmen, the character, not Carmen, the podcast guest, um, <laughs> is the hero of the movie. Okay. I loved Carmen. She was amazing. <laughs> I want to see how she got Puck and Georgia into her little group. You know, they were obviously dating before and Carmen kind of put herself in the middle of that and then took over the thruple. And we need to see the thruple, a thruple in Hillsdale. (laughs) Right? This is a sequel or a prequel, I guess. A prequel. I want the prequel, how the thruple came to be. Yeah. I watch that on like TLC. Like I want to see that in real life. Yes. Like a thruple does crime. I'm sure it, it, it's like that is like yeah. the modern day Bonnie and Clyde, right? It's a thruple. It's not That's just true. Bonnie and Clyde. It's Bonnie, Clyde, and Tina. <laughs> you know, um, and and in Hillsdale, of all places, we're gonna have a thruple. I mean, I guess yeah. that be, that kind of makes sense, though, right? Like a small town. I That's guess. where you have the thruple. I do love. Do you remember how like one of her first red flags was that Carmen had a tattoo? Yes. Yeah. What a terrible thing on tattoos. Like, that yeah, is... it was just like, okay, like, how is, I mean, sure, I guess, I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't. Yeah. like this is, and then like there was that, but then it took her so long to follow up on the red flag of the woman at the store being like, "Hey, <laughs> I've seen you before." before. <laughs> yeah, it was just like many scenes later, she was like, "Oh, wait a minute, I should go look into that." It's like, yeah, you should, really should. Yeah, but that's the whole thing with Keisha Knight Pullum, right? She's just like <laughs> playing it low key. She's a low yeah. key. It's a low-key freak out. Even when the yeah. person was robbing her house, she was just like, oh, well, this happens sometimes. Let's go hide in the basement, everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, yeah. I have that in my notes, too. She, like, <laughs> they do all this running around, and then at the very last second, she activates an alarm. <laughs> right. Right. That like, should. That's not the first thing you did? Mm, well, that sounds like... It might be uh, a wait, uh, wait, what is my segment called? Oh, no, that's a WTF. That's later. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to follow this format of the Hallmark boys that they do because they do like this, that, and that. It's hard. It's hard because we just want to. It is. Going. I mean, we yeah. Just keep it's going. Just... We just want to keep talking. Right. Yeah. But you well, know, that's because we're with the, the girls. We're with the girls, yeah. you know. <laughs> We're not with the boys, so we can do whatever we want. Um, but no, the, so I think this is a great time. I'm also really bad at segues, uh, which I've learned because um, on the Hallmark Boys podcast, I'm supposed to do commercial break. And whenever they tap their head and rub their tummies, that's when I know that a commercial break is coming. But I always miss it. So <laughs> That's so. a thing. That's an odd thing to miss. But right. I know. I'm just so in the moment, you know. All right, so our next um, song intro is for all the feels, okay? You guys, let me know if you know this. Okay. That's Kehlani? Yeah, Kehlani. Ooh, I couldn't tell who that was. I was like, I just typed in feels. So, <laughs> you, you guys are getting the gist of this now. So yeah. all the feels is when we talk about the moment in the movie when we had feelings like happiness or sadness or anger. We'll start with Tayshawn because we started with Carmen last time. Um, so Tay, what are you thinking about have the feels? What gave you the feels? My feels. Um... I really liked the Bethany and her husband. What was his name again? Ter- Terrence. Terrence. Yeah, I never like wrote down his name, but I like I liked them like as a couple. Um, I liked him as a father. Like <laughs> I was like, okay, so cute. When he would like do little things for her, like he'd be like, Oh, I made you some like pasta salad for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> You're like why is this like little thing like added in because there is like another like plot line where like Bethany thinks her husband is cheating on her so like I was like oh I wrote down like they're a really cute couple and then when that moment came up I was like I know he did not but it just like turns out that he wasn't cheating on her he just lost his job which I think is worse <laughs> yes yeah that was a very big lie I was like um <laughs> you're broke get out yeah it's over we're done yeah it's like i just gave it's like that would be great information because the whole time he's like that's a lot of money that's a lot of money and it's like yeah that would make more sense if you like told me to have a job right maybe we'll hold off on having a baby till you get a job 
a 30k baby mm-hmm uh what gave you the feels okay well i think what gave me the feels is just like even though it was corny it was very endearing how corny she was um keisha knight poem it almost felt like that's her as a person like i mean i don't know because I don't think she's the best actress. So that's why it made me feel like that must be her. Yeah. I'm like, why would you be acting like this? That would be weird. (laughs) She was just very endearing. So even though she kept doing really stupid stuff, I always was kind of like, but I like you, even though you're really dumb, but yeah. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And and this was like a better role for her because she's been in like a lot of lifetime Christmas movies, but she hasn't done like a thriller. I think she's better in the thriller because she is likable and you're like, I'm rooting for you to like find out what's happening rather than just yeah. being in a Christmas movie, like lighting a Christmas tree, you know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that makes sense to me. My feels was when that guy, the client was going hard on Keisha Knight Pullum and he was like, I've been a member of this uh, I've been a client for 30 years and your father, because she like inherited this is great. She inherited the house staging business from her father, which was okay. not, that is not a thing 30 years ago, right? <laughs> right. I don't think so. No way. There's no way. Uh, but she, anyway, she inherited it and he is pissed and he is like giving her so much shit. He's like a hard time. I told you that you weren't going to be able to avoid me forever. Now, what exactly are you trying to do? Your dad and I had agreements in place when he started this business. And if it wasn't for me, you probably wouldn't even have a business as it is. Wait, please, just, so give, me, just give me a moment. Just give me, just give me a moment, please. <laughs> Uh, and that made me so mad because she was just, she was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't know. Like, she couldn't even defend herself yeah. because he was just berating her. And I, like, if I saw someone talking to somebody like that at my job, I'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I mean. No, this, whatever's happening in this conversation is over. It really pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, where was everyone else who worked there? Like, her there cool was- friend. Yeah, the cool friend Desi. Desi was yeah, the cool slutty friend. Oh yeah, she was <laughs> yeah. definitely like yeah, slut power. She, she wasn't there. She was out decorating homes. Because she would not have taken that. She would be like, "You no. gotta get out of here." Yes, I did write in my notes though. Like, what could he possibly be that angry about though? True. Right. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like. Because at first, like, he calls and you're not clear, like, what the relationship is. And I'm like, wait, this is just, like, a house decorator? Like, why are you so angry? What happened? We don't know. That's the mystery. Maybe that's uh, in the prequel. In the prequel. It was great, though. (laughs) He had bills to pay. And rent was due. And he paid them. He was going off. Yeah, it was all very generic dialogue, too. It was just like, I'm I'm angry. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now it is time for the favorite segment of this week because we are all already kind of saying the things that are making us say WTF. Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> okay. You know. Huh? What? Okay. <laughs> 
So this okay. is what we talk about. Um, any like factual errors, plot holes, those type of things that, you know, people like to get nitty gritty on and I never pay attention to. Um, but yeah, just a moment where you're just like, what the hell? What? Um, so we'll start with Carmen. Carmen, what was your WTF moment of this movie? I would say, and it started really early on in the first scene, is that Keisha Knight Pullum has this thing she does where she's like talking to herself in the scene when it's just her. Like she'll be like, ah, okay. Hmm. There was so much of that. And I was just like, <laughs> what is this? That was definitely a big WTF moment for me. Cause I was like, again, this must be something she does in real life or she's imagining her character does, which was really weird. The last, I don't know if this is a WTF moment, but it was just like, did she really let Georgia like use that blood pressure thing to get that apartment? Like, that was so messy. Yeah, up. so she like uh She was so there. She was just like do the studio, right? And then she's like, blood pressure. And it's like, girl, you can't uh she's in the cave. No. She was she had a budget for that condo <laughs> and she did not stick to it. And her husband no. didn't have a job. Nope. <laughs> but no, I mean when you when a pregnant lady tells you something, you just do what they say. I yeah, think. that's true. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the default. Whenever a pregnant lady tells me anything at work, I'm just like, you got it. <laughs> I'm like actually really terrified of uh, pregnant people because I feel like they're contagious and I don't want to catch the pregnancy. Oh, true. <laughs> so I tend to like really step away from pregnant people, especially yeah. in the workplace. But I can't wait to be the pregnant person in the workplace. And you're like, mm. <laughs> can you make me cookies can we move the meeting room closer like i can't do this yeah can i have the fancy condo <laughs> exactly i mean it's it's your nine months you got to do it up <laughs> short period of yeah. time it's not even a year it was crazy okay yeah that that's definitely a good one because you're right keisha knight pullen was so like saying no and then all of a sudden she was just like yeah fine <laughs> no, no, fine Okay, Dejan, what is your WTF moment? Um, my WTF moment was whenever like the stuff with the like boyfriend would happen, like when he like showed up to her door the first time and when he like broke into the house the second time, like no one they didn't call the police until he broke into the house. And it's just like, okay, I get her not wanting to call the police the same night everything happened, like the first night. But I would have followed up, like, we're going to take you down to the police station. You need, like, a protection order. You need to, like, be somewhere else. Like, no way would I have taken on the responsibility of, like, somebody who's being abused in a way where, like, they could cause harm to my family. Yeah. <laughs> never understood that. Or, like, when she got the sonogram pictures, like, she was looking at them and she noticed something was off about it. She went straight to Georgia to like talk about it. No, like girl, you're getting scammed. Like, why would you go? Yeah. Or she did like, oh gosh, one more thing that was just like so weird where she was like, nah, it's fine. Um, oh, the best friend that worked in the shop mm -hmm. or in the like place, like confronting Georgia about stealing something. She's like, I saw you on camera. Go to the police. Like, why are you confronting yeah. this girl? Yeah, she should have gone to Keisha Knight Pullum first instead of going over to the woman's house. 
Yeah. Right. Like that was bold. That's that's why she got hit with that inventory shelf. <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> she got crushed. Yeah. Um my WTF moment is uh along the lines of the uh the best friend getting crushed uh and then ending up in a coma in the hospital. And in the hospital, like Keisha Knight Pullum is like literally sitting next to the the woman and they're they're like, She's gonna be in a coma, whatever. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she's just like talking to Georgia, like in the about like, oh, well, do you want to go shopping for like baby clothes now? <laughs> like she didn't even care about the friend at all. She she really, I mean, like we were saying, Keisha Knight Pullum is like playing it like low key, but this was like, I mean, you could have said she had like a splinter, and this was the reaction. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was similar, like. <laughs> when she went home to her husband and he was just like, Oh, Hey, how's your friend? It's like, she's in a coma. Yeah. Come <laughs> on like, guys. Their conversation while she was yeah. like, in the coma was like, Oh, well, I think my husband's cheating on me. And like, it's like a friend. If I was in a coma and I heard that hot goss, I'd be like, Whoop, hello. <laughs> yes. That would wake you up for sure. That's true. Up. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I think that is all our segments. So now we do pour it up or put a cork in it. So I guess we'll start with Tayshawn. Uh, what are you going to do to this movie? Um, I'm going to pour this up. I haven't watched a good, bad Lifetime movie in a long time. And this one had me gasping. I was like stressed out because of all the choices. I loved it. I thought I thought it was great. Awesome. Carmen, what did you think? Yeah, I would also pour it up for this one. It's, you know, going into it, I was like, this sounds really weird and dumb. But like, it's again, like, Keisha Knight Plum or KKP, you know, I'm going to call her that. Okay, I like it. (laughs) Like, she really, she, it's very watchable because of her. So it's like, yeah, her stupidity is just, you you can't, you're just like, girl, what? You can't stop watching. Yeah. Slow train wreck. Yeah, yeah. She's walking into the, she's uh, of her own making. She's really doing it to herself. Um, Yeah, yeah, you guys know I'm not a fan of Keisha Nipalem, but maybe now I am, now that she apologized. Um, And I was very not looking forward to watching this movie. The only reason I watched it was because we had a screener and I was like, this will get us uh, like something really quick in the can. Um, But I also, I'm going to pour it up. I thought it was uh, pretty good for a Lifetime movie. Like we've been living in, um, the rip from the headlines kind of storylines which are just so bleak it's like you know trapped in a closet and like all those type of things not r kelly trapped in a closet which yeah but like a a person actually trapped in the closet um yeah so this was nice to have like a break from that and like also be like oh this is stupid but also trying to say something about something at least you know which i think a lifetime movie always tries to do at least have some type of social commentary did they succeed at that social commentary no no but they tried and they did try i appreciate that um yeah yeah, pour it up from everyone yeah 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 water oh yes we're all drinking we're all not drinking alcohol these days um so you know pour up whatever you have but yeah it's so funny like all three (laughs) of us are not really big drinkers anymore right um, so if you decide you don't want to drink alcohol, that's fine. You don't have to. Um, don't feel peer, peer pressure. Um, yeah, PSA from Pat. There you go. There you go. Um, but now I, I've added this segment because we don't do the What You Say Candace Cameron Beret anymore. But I have, it's called uh, Candace Cameron Beret Would Never. 
where we recommend something that is that Candace Cameron Bray would never um, partake in or enjoy. And I'll start because I've made up the segment. So to kind of give you guys an example of what I'm speaking about. Um, so there's this new show. My recommendation recommendation this week uh, is this new show. It's called Swarm. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, and you know they're trying to keep like a low amazon's like not really publicizing it that much or like i feel like they're just kind of like wanting to keep the surprise of the show um but if nobody hears about the show no one's gonna watch a show amazon and i don't watch amazon for anything um but i did watch this it's um uh Don- donald glover not donald glover what's the other one no i think he, it is donald glover oh it is you know yeah Yeah, you're thinking of danny glover who it's not it's (laughs) not danny glover um so he's a producer uh on the movie or on the show it's like 30 minute episodes and they're like very short like one through six i like burn through them in like one night um really good uh dominic fishback from um uh, what's she from like the deuce that's where i know her the deuce she was in that um Jesus and the Black Messiah. She was in that. Mm. She's had some like, like you know, roles, but this is like her first like big part or like like where she's the lead character, um, and she did a really good job. So it's very gory, I will say, hmm. um, and uh, it's about like a kind of Beyonce like character, like in a fan and Dominic Fishburne's like the fan who's obsessed with the the character, the Beyonce character. Um, and she also has like a relationship with her sister who's played by Chloe Bailey. Um, so it's like about the sister relationship and then how, you know, they've, they've evolved over time because the Dominic Fishback character is going a little too hard on becoming a part of the swarm or the hive as, as a Beyonce would be. So it was really good. It was very, uh, not what I was expecting. Um, but if you don't like gore, I would say don't watch it, but that's my recommendation. Okay. Um, who has another recommendation? I guess, um, is anybody ready? Um, mine is also Beyonce related. Because I Ooh. feel like Candace would never, never. Uh, get club renaissance tickets. <gasps> yes. In the pit. <laughs> Do you have tickets? I've got tickets wow. in the pit. Wow. And I'm designing um, like cowgirl chaps to wear. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but I, I am making chaps with a friend. Um, and yeah, I just feel like Candace would never wear chaps at a Beyonce concert. But I feel like no. these chaps are like, you could wear these chaps to church, you know? Okay. So they're not assless chaps. Um, I think they are, but I'm going to be wearing something underneath it, like a, a jean skirt. Got it. Can I borrow them to wear for pride without right. the, something under it? <laughs> I mean, if I like making chaps, I might just start making chaps for people. I'll make you some personal chaps. Wow. There you go. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Make a whole business out of it. Right? <laughs> when, when's the concert? Um, July 23rd, I think, is the one I'm going to. I'm going to, like, the Saturday one. Wow. So if you're at uh, the Beyonce concert in Chicago, look for me in the pink chaps. Easily nice. spotable. Easily spotable. I think that's going to be a unique outfit. Wonderful. Carmen, what, uh, what is, what is making you happy this week or what is your recommendation? Um, is this something I watched a few weeks ago, but now I can't remember. Is it okay. So do you guys know this documentary on Hulu about the sex cult at that college, the college sex cult? 
Uh, is it the guy, They're, the dad? Who the dad, over? yeah. Yes. I don't know. I'm sure that this will be a lifetime movie eventually. Absolutely. absolutely. Tell but, us about it. Tell us about it. I mean, it's basically like a dad who moves into, who gets out of jail and moves into his daughter's dorm. And eventually all the friends are convinced that he knows Every, I don't know that he's just like not a god, but just knows all and is in control of their lives. It's very weird. It's hard to explain, but I definitely recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, while, you're, while you're Googling it, um, I did see it too. And it is crazy. Like the guy like lies about like credentials. Like he says he works for the government and like all this stuff. So as a college student, you'd be like, oh, this guy knows a lot of high up people. And he has like pictures with like, I don't know, some politicians or something yeah. to validate the story. But really, he's just like some guy who like got a picture with whoever. Yeah, it's called Stolen Youth. But yeah, it gets really weird into weird, just like emotional abuse and very weird. But compelling, yeah. I guess, watch it. Um, Candace Cameron Bray would probably not watch it. So never because she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't believe in cults <laughs> she believes in jesus not. yeah well the I irony the irony i think that wraps it up for this episode um so of course check us out on lifetimeuncourt.com and you can follow me at patrick miguel or the show at lifetime uncourt the ending i know the ending i'm not messing up um Tejan, do you have a, a Instagram or a, a social media account you'd like to share? Sure. Um, it is Chorus Cutie. It's all one word, and there's two T's in cutie. Naturally. Yeah. And Carmen, do you have anything you'd like to share in the share time? Mm, no. Uh, off, <laughs> off the grid. That's fair. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we, we'll be back next month, back with the Deck the Hallmark Boys. Um, and then, you know, if you like this episode, we could definitely have episodes with the girls, too. Why not? Um, because we do what we want. But, okay, that's it. Bye. Bye.